0: You are now entering the Pod Glomer. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner. Welcome to the Sex Rap.
1: Hi, welcome to the Sex Rap. Hey everybody. So, this is the first time Andrew and I are recording in the same location.
0: Yeah, I finally drug her down, or dragged her
1: down. Please don't say you drugged me down.
0: <laughs> down here in Miami. Um, dragged her. I guess uh, it wasn't very hard. It's like sunshine, beaches, fun times. Um, Yay! So we're both hanging out in my office today, and we thought we'd uh, talk about a question that come has come up multiple times. Um
1: so I have people tell me that they found out they have a partner has HPV and they want to know what does that mean for them? What do they have to do? Right.
0: Well, and first of all, I think the biggest thing that you need to do if some, if you find out part, a partner that you have had has HPV is just don't freak out, right? Like you have to relax. You have to calm down um, because when we start looking at HPV and some of the overall statistics about HPV, something like 75% of uh, sexually active adults... Uh, encounter it at least one time in their life, one type of it at least some time in their life. Um, at any time in the United States, there's it's estimated that 80 million people have HPV, about 80 million people. So that's a, like close to 25% of the population has it um, at any given time active. Um, and what we do know is that while 75% of people have it at least some point in their life, the majority of cases clear. And by clear, it means that your body's immune system is able to attack it and get rid of it completely and it goes away.
1: And it's really interesting because we actually don't know how that happens still. So some people get one type of HPV or another and then they're able to just magically, I'm going to say magically, have it disappear. And so that's actually what happens when somebody goes to get a pap test and they have an abnormal pap, and then next time they go and they get a a pap repeated and it's normal, that's what has happened. They had HPV and it's cleared from their system. And that's why we actually do those repeated tests a couple of times before doing anything further because a lot of people do clear it right out. Magic, magic. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. It's right, some people clear it right away, and some people deal with uh, HPV over their entire lifespan once they contract it as well. Right. So some people, goes away, some people, it's a persistent problem. But overall, for most people, even if they don't completely clear it, it's not a huge problem or something to freak out about. It's something that's stigmatized, but there's a lot of negative feelings. People will say words like genital warts, people will say HPV, people feel that they're dirty. Um, but there's no reason to stigmatize it because overall, for most people, there aren't a lot of negative outcomes associated with it. Not a lot of bad things happen.
1: Yeah. So there are a couple hundred types of HPV at least. It's over 300, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And some of the types cause genital warts, and some of the types are oncogenic or cancer-causing. So those cancer-causing types are the ones that are of more concern because those are the ones that we need to watch out for and try to catch early on. So if they are a cancer causing type, we can be. Um, Watchful, and then also do any treatments as we need to.
0: Right, and uh, the cancer-causing types don't just cause cervical cancer. That's certainly where we hear the most, uh, where we hear about it the most. Um, But they also can cause vaginal cancer, penile cancer, anal cancer. Um, And a lot of people don't think about it, but um, HPV is also uh, responsible for. I think it's somewhere between a third and a half of oral and throat cancers as well. So when we look at it, those those strains really are something that we need to be concerned about. But there are some things that we can do to help prevent it as well.
1: Yeah. So when people say that someone has HPV, how can someone prevent themselves from getting it, though?
0: Right. Well, I mean, the the best way, the number one way that to, to prevent HPV, to make sure that you don't get it, um, is to get the vaccine, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The vaccine is great. Um, It has really high effectiveness, and it also has one of the best safety profiles of any vaccine that's been developed thus far.
0: Right. If anyone ever says something to you about how the HPV HPV vaccine might cause um, autism, or has mercury in it, or any of those kind of... They've just been misinformed. They they don't... I mean, they've heard things, but they're just myths and rumors. There's no truth behind any of it. HPV, uh, the vaccine for it, is... Uh, completely safe, um, no problems from it, um, and you're much better off getting a vaccine early on than potentially getting cancer later.
1: Yeah, and so um, different HPV vaccines protect against different types of HPV. So right now, the most common ones are cervix and Gardasil, and cervix protects against the two most common types of cancer-causing HPV. And Gardasil protects against those same two most cancer-causing types, and the two most common wart-causing types of HPV.
0: Yeah, we didn't even talk about it yet. So whenever someone talks about genital warts um, or any kind of wart on your body that's being caused by one of the strict, one of the types of HPV as well.
1: Yeah. yeah, and so the there are new vaccines uh, being tested that will come out soon that um, actually protect against more of the types of HPV, um, and as those come out, those uh, ha- also have very high um, safety profiles and are very effective. And so, whatever one is available to you uh, would be a good choice. Yeah.
0: Spring and I were actually teaching together in 2006. <coughs> sorry, in
1: 2016
0: <laughs> no, um, when the HPV vaccine uh, was first approved for general use, but only in girls at the time. Um, and we were really excited. We squealed, we put it in lectures, we talked about it all the time because if, if you think about it, it's a shot that you get. Um, as young as 12 or 13, um, that gives you a lifetime of protection against a whole slew of cancers. It's, it's actually,
1: it's licensed as young as nine. Um, so people, like 12, 13 is kind of the, um, age a lot of people generally get it, but it's really important to get the vaccine before you start having any sexual activity. And the reason is that HPV is super easy to transmit and it's so common that a lot of people get it from one of their first sexual partners.
0: Right. And unlike a lot of other STDs, uh, HPV is not a hundred percent preventable with condoms. Um, it's transferred by skin-to-skin contact. Um, and even if someone has no signs, no symptoms, even if they look perfectly healthy, if their skin looks perfectly healthy, um, there can still be some of the virus in their skin, and it can slough off. I just like the word slough. But it can slough off um, during um, oral sex, anal sex, vaginal sex. Um.
1: Or even just rubbing. Like, uh, you can think of genitals rubbing together. Like, uh, for, outer course. Yeah, well, outer course... Yeah, naked, outer course, yeah.
0: yeah. So anytime <laughs> so, skin comes in contact with skin, there's a chance that HPV can well, not be like, transmitted.
1: Well, yeah, mostly genital skin.
0: Well, right, we're talking about <laughs> generally, so genital skin.
1: Yeah, so, uh, so condoms do help, but they only protect the area that's actually covered by the condom. So that's why if there's you know, other areas are touching that are in that general vicinity, then that's why HPV can be transmitted in that way. So vaccine is good prevention. Condoms are additional good prevention.
0: Uh, Let's see. You can also use lots of lubricant. We talked about this just a few episodes ago. But lubricant actually helps prevent uh, transmission of HPV because there's not as much uh, friction um, either on genitals or on the skin. So it helps there as well. Um, Gentler sex can help too. So having gentle sex instead of jackhammer.
1: He just made a really funny face.
0: <laughs> That's just what I look like.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, we covered all the prevention. We covered vaccines. What else?
0: Hmm. Uh, so when someone asks, what do you do? Um, you can get vaccinated. You can use condom. Um, one of the things that you should probably prep yourself for, though, is those conversations that you need to have with future partners if you do have a lesion, Right. Mm-hmm. And by a lesion, I mean uh, there's been some kind of test that shows that you are positive. Um, we, we were talking about it a little earlier today. Uh, we generally, there aren't very many accurate, or there are accurate tests for HPV, but they're very expensive. And most of the time, we don't recommend that people get an HPV-specific test unless there's an
1: issue. So if you've been to a doctor and gotten all of your STD screening done, they likely did not test for HPV. And the reason is it's not really that helpful for us to even know because, like we said, some people clear these different types of HPV. And so um, if there's something that a doctor is concerned about and they are wanting to watch for it, they might do an HPV test to kind of know which type it is and know like how cancer-causing it is, for example. But that is very – that's on the rarer side. So um, there are different – Places in the world, for example, Australia, I think, is moving to HPV testing um, to actually decrease the amount of pap tests women have to have, which is basically a proxy uh, test for HPV, really, because it's looking at um, the changes that HPV causes is what the pap test looks for. So some places are kind of changing the way we think about testing for that and um, watching for our health. But in general, I just want people to know you probably haven't been tested for it, even if you think you've been tested for everything.
0: Yeah. Um, So that brings us back to the, what do you do for future partners if you think that you have HPV, or if you've ever tested positive, if you've gotten an HPV test? We're looking at each other. Who's going to take it? Um, (laughs) Right. So, I mean, uh, people... people have a really hard time talking about most STDs because there's a lot of shame and stigma associated with them, right? Um, And like at the beginning of the podcast, 75% of adults who are sexually active contract HPV at some point in their life, and a quarter of Americans have it at any time. Um, So it's the kind of thing where you should be able to have a conversation with just just those statistics alone. You should be able to say, hey, I just want to let you know that this is going on. You could encourage partners to get the vaccine, even if they haven't had the vaccine as well. So there's some prevention. So you can use prevention strategies or you can talk about the vaccine, um, but you should be talking about it with future partners as well to protect them.
1: So you said um, people that have HPV can get the vaccine. And the reason is because the vaccine actually prevents against several types of HPV. So just because someone has one type of HPV doesn't mean they have all the types that the vaccine protects against. So that's why it's still okay for people to get that vaccine, even if they know that they have HPV. Right. Okay. Uh, I think we covered most of that.
0: Yeah. If you have any questions about HPV, HPV, anything that we didn't cover, just uh, let us know. You can send us an email or give us a call. Um, But at the end, we're once again at our period, and uh, I think Spring's going to tell us a story. I don't know what it is, but she's going to tell us a story today.
1: Yeah, so it's well known in my life that I love HPV. I actually say those words quite a lot. And um, I have done a lot of research in the area of HPV and why people get it and why they don't. So I'm going to tell you a story from a research observation I did that's one of my favorite stories. So I was doing an observation at a school in Australia where they were giving the vaccine. And I saw a girl walk in sit down get the vaccine she had no problems the nurse talked to her said is this okay the girl was like yeah she gives her the vaccine and the girl walks out and everything's fine and then right when she's about to see her friends that are waiting to get the vaccine they look over at her and they say how was it and she grabs her arm and starts to stumble across the courtyard and says oh it kills it kills (laughs) And she just made it so look so terrible, and like her arm hurt so much just to like upset her friends and psych them out. And it was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Uh, also sad. Don't do mean things to your friends like that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I got my HPV vaccine and it didn't hurt at all. I got the whole series, fun. yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: and we also want to encourage everybody. Uh, you might be vaccinated or might not know it, uh, so you probably want to ask your parents, or your doctor, um, if you have it. And if you haven't been vaccinated, you should get vaccinated. Anybody who's on insurance, um, the Affordable Care Act, uh, n- uh, means that you can get the vaccine. Either for free or for a copay, whatever your copay might be at your doctor. If you don't have insurance, um, some community clinics and Planned Parenthoods will provide it on a sliding scale based on your income, so you can get it pretty affo- uh, for, uh, affordably. Ugh, words. Um, and then uh, if You don't have insurance, you can still get it. Um, And it's really only a few hundred dollars for the entire series. You have to get a few of them depending on which of the vaccines you're getting. Um, Because if you spend $200 now, it can prevent cancer down the road. So it's totally worth your time to get.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Any other questions, let us know. And how can people find us?
0: So you can get get us. You can get at us. (laughs) You can reach us through email at thesexrap at gmail.com. You can call us at... 413I Rap It, that's rap with the W. Um, you can find us at Instagram at The Sex Wrap. Uh, you can find us at Facebook at The Sex Rap, and you can tweet us um, at The Sex Rap as well.
1: So, however you do it.
0: Just make sure you wrap us.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye everybody.
0: For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too of. Af- The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. Hey, thanks for checking out the Sex Rap. Now take a listen to a message about another great show from the Podglomerate. Hi, I'm Laura Carlson,
1: host of the Feast Podcast, where we dig deep into the great meals that made history. Our new season has just launched with a first episode that uncovers
0: the myths of space food, from freeze-dried ice cream to Tang. Don't miss a meal. Subscribe today to The Feast on Apple Podcasts or wherever good podcasts can be found. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson,
1: and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that, too! Yo, Tara Blake. (laughs) Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest tonight on NBC.